0: Welcome to The Blaze. This is episode 176. I am your host, Alejandro Oveda Thank you for pushing play to another Blazing Week, and I gotta tell you, what an amazing week we had. Although I was feeling kind of sick during the weekend, I still was able to come back and make a full recovery. Um, I don't know what happened. Really, I really think I got food poisoning, or I ended up having like a, a, the flu. Uh, I was under the weather for about three days. Um, was kind of worried that it was covid again uh, because everybody at work right now around me has been uh, going down with covid uh we actually had to start wearing masks at work so this is kind of crazy to see uh we're making uh, a, a down uh spiral uh right now um so i just want to tell you guys just to be safe uh remain certain that you know covid is still out there and you still got to take those precautions against covid but You know, besides that, we were able to really just get out uh, for a bit. Uh, We went out to go fishing. And I forgot to remind you guys of the free fishing day um, this year. Um, I will remind you next. uh, There there will be another uh, day, I think, sometime in august or september so i'll remind you guys um of that that free fishing day uh but it was where we went it was packed filled with people i mean we haven't seen that many people in a long time so it's great to see that people are out and about on the river on the water uh, you know taking advantage of of the great scenery that we have here um in our own backyard of fresno Uh, but one thing i do want to remind you guys you know it It's great to go have picnics and and take your food out there, but don't leave your trash, man. You know, you see time after time people leaving hot Cheeto bags, beer cans, uh, plastic bags, um, fishing equipment, of course, but just pick up after yourself. So if you guys go out there to the lakes, anywhere around a body of water, make sure you guys pick up your trash. It's one of my pet peeves that I always have. Um, we always bring an extra bag just in case, you know, someone left their food or or drink or equipment behind, and you 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 kind of uh, see the trend that every everybody um, doesn't pick up after themselves, and it's kind of disgusting and it's kind of aggravating to go to a spot that you know nobody uh, really used to go to, and then now. People all of a sudden are attracted to fishing and in, in, in the and in the you know the, the wilderness and you know take advantage of it. But you know that's just a, a pet peeve that I have. Anywhere, anywhere you go out in public, if it the beach, if it's a park, if it's anywhere that you you know you you have to pack your own stuff. Make sure you pack it back in. Um, that's all I have to say about that. But the week has been. Real nice, you know, we've been I, I have been trying to make it make it a big point to really start um being a little bit more active. Uh so this week I really wanted to take take some time, uh work on uh getting back into a little bit of a shape, you know. I I ended up uh picking up my elastic bands this week after a long time since honestly since COVID. Um, haven't really been exercising or being as active, so I definitely wanted to make it a, a motivation this week to to pick up those elastic bands and start uh, exercising again. I mean, it's been a while, so I really want to just focus on the little things, and, and little things here will gain uh, big things later. That's how I see it, so chip out the little things and then it will work itself out later, and hopefully the little uh, the work that I put in will eventually grow into something bigger. And that's how I how I think of everything is you got to really start to really finish. So make sure you guys are, are starting whatever you guys need to do for the, the. I know like the year goes by so fast, time goes by so fast, and the year's not over. But you know you you still have time, you still have a lot of just time to really just get ahead of yourself and try to get back on track. And that, that's one thing that I I really try um, every year is to try to stay active. And, you know, when I, when I don't stay active, you can really feel you can start seeing your body kind of change, you know, like after COVID um, I'm just, I I, I just decided, you know, I'm not going to try to be afraid of it or, or anything like that. So I've been trying to be out and about and, and going places. Uh, and, you know, it has been a hindrance for, for a long time. But now when I'm home alone and, and doing things by myself, I'm, I'm starting to realize, you know, I need to take advantage of those moments and that time too. So I've been I've been really trying to be an advocate for myself to to really start doing a little bit more here and there. I'm not trying to say I'm, I'm out there like, you know, busting my ass, but those electric, you know, those elastic bands really go, uh, a long ways if you utilize them the right way. Um, so I just been working, you know, arms and, and, and implementing, uh, other exercises as well. Try to just also stretch a little bit more. Um, stretching has been something that I've been working on this year and I, you know, actively st- try to stretch at least once or twice just to get my back from cramping. I mean, that that's one thing that age is really getting to me is my body is starting to feel, you know, those aches and pains. So, I'm starting to have to really take care of it a little bit more. Drinking a lot of water has been helping. I've been doing that a lot more. Um, Trying to get close to a gallon a day. It, it's its really hard, you know, throughout the day to, to, to remember to drink water. But once I, you know, get my gallon in my hand, I can see how much I need to drink throughout the day. So that way I'm able to stay hydrated, stay ready, you know, and it has been helping. um, I don't know about weight loss, but just feeling better. You know, Um, I was a big energy energy drink fan. I used to drink a lot of caffeinated uh, beverages. I haven't been drinking any caffeine. I haven't drank caffeine. Well, I, you know, when we travel, I guess I... I guess I do drink a, a Red Bull, but, um, on my daily routine, I don't drink any caffeinated drinks anymore. Um, I'm super proud that I, I got off of, you know, caffeine in that way. I still crave it. And every now and then I will have a soda and, um, or two, uh, but other than that, I'm not really, uh, drinking as much as I, as I used to. And I'm super proud of that, um, just because water has been something for me that I've been really attracted to just Like I said, it's been, I've been feeling better. Um, I I even stopped drinking alcohol. So water has been really that drink of choice for me, but throughout the summer, I know, um, that's going to help me out, you know? So those little things are are the things that I'm trying to implement, try to just stay on pace with myself and, Keep myself in check in a way. <clears throat> but the week has also uh, has been able to show me that, you know, I need to slow down as well. So I ended up taking a day off uh, this week. Uh, i going to be able to do a couple of things that we've been wanting to do. You know, go out, go see some friends, uh, be with people that you know you haven't seen for a while um, because of the, the pandemic. I mean, it's been... Man, almost close to a year or two since I've been to anybody's house. You know, and it, it, it's not—it's not because I'm afraid. It's just, I, I just—it just have—it just hasn't happened. So, we're super excited to go uh, check out one of our our friends' houses this week. Hopefully, to talk to talk about it this weekend uh, or or over the po- or, over next week's podcast. But you know, we have a lot in store uh, each and every week. Fishing has been one thing that I've been loving each and every week. That's that's something that I gravitate towards the most, and I think I get the most from it. You know, just off my mental, just being uh, out there and being able to just be real with yourself and understand yourself and be patient. Um, even if I don't catch, you know, I, I'm okay with that, and and that's what what that's the usual. You know, the the usual, uh, I get skunk most of the time. Or, or we'll cat, catch littler uh, fish or bluegill, which those are also fun to catch. But I'm definitely seeing a lot of overfishing and a lot of seeing a lot more people leaving their trash around everywhere. And that's the number one issue I wanted to talk about this week. And that's basically the week that I've had. Um, but there's a lot of other interesting things going on. And and I just want to keep you guys, you know, uh, notified and keep you guys um, on track with what's going on in the world. But this week, we're able, you know, to watch a lot of different shows. Uh, We're able to catch up on the Umbrella uh, Academy. And if you don't know what the Umbrella Academy is, it's kind of like a superhero show. Um, I'm not too sure how you would classify it, uh, but this was a show that uh, I, I definitely needed to. Uh, what, what, what would you say? I had to get through the first few episodes to really understand um, what the show was going to really be about. But um, it really features seven adopted children who were raised and groomed into superheroes. Um, they all have their own special abilities. Uh, but there's one of them that they were, did not know had, had an ability until they found out how strong and, and the strength of their ability was. Um, their strength was basically a nuclear bomb or I don't, I don't know what you would say. It's some sort of energy that could literally annihilate the whole world. But this show really started off really slow. Like I said, you know, each episode they go back and forth. Uh, but once you really get through that third episode, I would have to tell you, it takes off. You know, it, it really gives you a different perspective of what a superhero is or how do you define a superhero? You know, day in, day out, they go through, you know, some stuff, some stuff, tough stuff. Um, But you realize how much pressure there is um, on superheroes and realizing it, you know, it gives you a different kind of perspective on what uh, superhero movies should be like. And I think this one is a true form of a superhero movie where, you know, you have to groom your, uh, your powers and it takes time, you know. But they are... No different from a regular person. They they love, they care, they, you know, they, um, want to experience, but you know, I took the time really watching this show and I, it definitely changed my perception on how I view superheroes, but I did have a great time watching it and I definitely suggest that you guys check this one out. It's a great show, has some great action, uh, but I think the best thing I like is that different perspective of of what a superhero is. You know, you have to make that decision for yourself. If you can end the world, um, can you consider yourself a superhero? I don't know. Like, if you have that much control and you don't really know how to control yourself, um, and you have that much power, um, would you? And if you did end the world, would you be considered? A superhero still, but you need to check this one out for yourself. Let me know what you think, and let me know what you guys have been watching lately. And now let's talk about some music that I've been listening to. You know, this is the best time right now to be a music fan. This past month, we've been seeing so many great albums being released, uh, especially in June. Um, But in July, I'm also looking forward to a lot of the albums I'll be dropping um, I've been active, active listening to a lot of different music uh, this past week, including, uh, but I want to review an artist that has been a huge influence on me um, and also a big influence on my generation. You know, he's one of the most, I, I think people would classify him as a woke rapper, I guess, of our time. Uh, but to me, he he's revered as one of the best uh, lyricists Uh, Among um, some of the best artists, in I mean, including songwriters, including um, you know, you know, uh, the list goes for a lot of songwriters. I mean, he's one of the best, I think, Um, and I think he's revered uh, around his peers as well as being one of the best lyricists around. Um, His name is Loopy Fiasco. And like I said, he's known uh, as a rapper, singer, producer, songwriter, uh, entrepreneur, artist, photographer. I mean, this guy is creative, and I love uh, the creativity that he puts um, in front of his music. Uh, He rose to fame, really, in 2006 with his debut album, uh, Loopy Fiasco's Food and Liquor, which received Grammy nominations. Uh, but many, I, I believe, uh, gravitated towards his third album, which was Lasers. And and many believe that that was his best body of work. Uh, it just reached chart topping, you know, positions. Uh, but my favorite body of work from him would have to be Drogas Wave, uh, which was his seventh album, um, and it was released in 2018, but that album had a lot of intricate parts to it. Um, you definitely had to listen to uh, both sides of the album to really understand it. Uh, it had a lot of underlining um, underlining issues uh, involving like racism, you know, uh, slavery, Um, Just history at that. But that's one album that I have to say, uh, if you get to listen to, uh, make sure you check out Drogus Wave. But um, I'm not talking about that album. I'm talking about his newest project. It's called Drill Music in Zion. Um, And this actually has been on my radar. Um, And I really finally got to listen to it. Uh, But this project really embodies his lyricism. Um, especially during his, you know, his his uh, early years, uh, but the creativity along with that, you know, uh, really uh, pushed this album to really uh, give it that up that it needed. Uh, Loopy does not step away, I think, from these hard conversations. Which I think the most thing that I got uh, from this album was uh, basically. His stance against gun violence, which he comes from Chicago, which has some of the worst gun violence and also some of the harshest gun uh, laws in any state or any city. Um, so, you know, I, I like to hear his pers- pers- perspective on it. Uh, and But my favorite songs off uh, Drill Music and Zion uh, are Autobato, Miss Morale. And Seattle, uh, but this whole album definitely had enough uh, to to be one of my favorites. Uh, just the way that he puts his music together and sonically, he doesn't he doesn't need to have the best producers um, because sonically he he knows how to uh, create you know moods. He knows how to create uh, different kinds of emotions. So. Make sure you guys check out Drew Music in Zion, which is uh, Loopy Fiasco's uh, newest project. I I believe it has enough on there uh, for everybody to enjoy. So make sure you guys check that out. But now let's talk about the latest virus in Fresno. Uh, COVID-19, you know, is probably still the biggest problem in our county, along with other, you know, flu-like kind of viruses. Uh, But now we have another virus we must look out for. It's called monkeypox. And the virus has been circulating in the Central Valley. And I just wanted to really just warn you about what Fresno health officials say. It's only a matter of time (laughs) before Fresno got its first case. Uh, But the U.S. Center of Disease Control and Prevention has been keeping track of these cases of monkeypox and reported uh, that the virus um, is in several countries, uh, but the CDC say that they are unaware how these patients were exposed to the virus, but the data definitely shows that men who have sex uh, with other men uh, make up the higher number of cases, Uh, but anyone who is close to someone with monkeypox is at risk at... the virus. The symptoms of monkeypox are a fever, headache, swollen lymph nodes, chills, and exhaustion. Uh, within two or three days after the fever begins, the, pa- the patient develops a rash on the face that spreads to the rest of the body. Um, and then lesions progress through different stages before falling off. So this virus really spreads from person to per- person through contact with the rash, uh, respiratory secretions, uh, and I think sexual contact. But the incubation period is about 5 to 21 days. The best way to contract this virus, or or not to uh, contract this virus, is um, good uh, hand hygiene by washing hands thoroughly, often, and with soap. Uh, this is no. There's no treatment right now, uh, but there is um, antivirals that they developed for smallpox that they're using to, uh, I guess, use on the monkeypox. But monkeypox was first discovered in 1958 when outbreaks of pox-like diseases occurred in monkey research. The first case was reported in the Congo, and has been reported. Uh, throughout Central and Western Africa. Uh, the number of cases of monkeypox had risen, and health officials are concerned by the scale of the spread of the virus. Uh, there are more than 6,000 worldwide cases and had reported three people died in connection to the outbreak. Uh, this, this, the, the, this disease has been endemic in Africa where people are being infected by rodents and other small animals. Uh, Monkeypox doesn't really spread, they say, uh, among people easily. Uh, But cases definitely has emerged in May after people have contracted this uh, virus through traveling internationally. Uh, And many cases were found in Europe. Uh, but they currently have i think two vaccines right now that they have a uh, license to go ahead and start using uh but no real data has yet uh, been deemed that those vaccines are, are effective so um, i just want to keep you guys you know ahead of the game let you guys know what's going on um definitely you know a lot of things are happening right now uh but you gotta add you know that that monkey pox, um, to that list. So make sure you guys are staying safe and keeping your hands washed. Now let's talk about some local music. And you know, this podcast is a huge supporter of our local music scene, but this week I was able to listen to Brian Cade's latest project called, uh, Velvet, which was released, I think at the end of June, um, but I was not aware that he dropped this project. So once I really found found it, I, I definitely had to push play, and once I did, I couldn't stop listening. I'm a huge R&B fan, um, and Brian Cade really checks off you know my checklist on you know great R&B music. His creativity um, and his unique sound really makes him stand out. Along with his ability to put together great bodies of work, um, I think there's a few album or EPs and albums that I've heard from him and songs um, that he's featured on, um, and I, I gotta say he really dominates his genre in our city, especially for a male artist uh, that does R and B. He he could probably rap as well. I would probably think he could rap as well. Uh, but he really does it in our city and really has made a name for himself. Um, He reminds me of a mix of Chris Brown, uh, Neo, and one of my favorite artists is Genuine. And to me, it's a mixture of those three. Uh, But my favorite songs off Velvet are Amazing, My Whole Life featuring E-Hug, and Expensive. But this EP is only, you know, six songs deep, uh, but has really that production to really back it. Uh, So make sure to listen to Brian Cade's latest project called Velvet, uh, which you can stream on all your music platforms. Make sure to check out his uh, website, BrianCadeMusic.com, and follow him on social media outlets uh, to really keep up with his music. Now let's talk about some local sports. Uh, let's start off with our frozen state football. As really, college football is evolving after the NIL has changed the, the sport. Um, NIL is giving college athletes uh, the ability to make money off their name, image, and likeness. It was passed last year after the Supreme Court came with the decision, which changed NCAA rules. Now that the NCAA has to really evolve. We are now seeing uh, the big-name leagues to start to merge together. Uh, USC and UCLA has moved on uh, from the Pac-12. They will now be playing in the Big Ten. Uh, and I, I, that won't come till I think, 2023 or 24. I'm not too sure what the date was. Um, but you're going to start seeing... Um, You know, these bigger conferences swallow up some of the better competition from the smaller conferences. Um, And that's going to probably happen with Fresno State, I would think, which currently right now they play in the Mountain West, uh, but has one of the biggest followings. You know, um, they have one of the biggest fan bases um, on the West Coast. Fresno State Athletics Director Terry Toomey has been in conversations with the Pac-12 officials. Um, they plan to meet the Pac-12 commissioner um, in regards of maybe becoming an expansion to the Pac-12. Um, but the conference re- realignment has really been you know, heating up in the college realm as the Big 12 is looking to add maybe six more uh, Pac-12 teams. Um, I and I think Oregon is looking to ship out somewhere else. Maybe uh, the SEC, which is a huge, huge huge football uh, juggernaut uh, conference in college football. Uh, but the Central Valley you know is top 15 in the television television market that expands outside throughout the Central Valley with approximately 2.3 million people. Uh, but this move would only help, you know, if we could jump from the Mountain West to the Pac-12, I think it will help our our athletic department uh, by getting a lot, a lot of great, better recruits, a uh, lot better athletes. Uh, but the one question that I would have to ask would be, if we move to the Pac-12, would that help better the school? the whole school or just the football team, you know? Um, this is really the unknown um, and still exciting to really think about, you know, to really think that we could, uh, you know, not too long ago we moved from the WAC to the to the uh, Mountain West, and now we're, we're starting to see uh, we're moving up in a trajectory that uh, our fan base is starting to become uh, – Relevant in, in in a lot of this uh, decision making and where we might go in um, another conference, you know, and that, that, I think that's super exciting. So um, it's it's great to know that uh, this might be a teaser for what what what's to come. Uh, but I want to see what's going to happen this year, and and that's what I'm looking forward to right now is being in that Mountain West and actually getting that Mountain West uh, conference championship. But now let's talk about our professional teams. And let's start off with our Fresno Grizzlies, who are 6-5 and five right now. Um, they are currently in second in the California League standings. The Grizzlies finished their six-game series versus the Stockton Ports last week, 5-1. to one. Uh, They dominated their first three games, scoring a total of 49 uh, runs in those three games. Um, then they lost their fourth game 5-8. to eight. Then finishing off strong, taking the next game five to four, and then uh, eight to three, they started their week-long series versus the San Jose Giants this week, losing on Fourth of July um, with their July Fourth uh, fireworks extravaganza. Uh, the Grizzlies got the win yesterday, thirteen to two, and look to close out their series this weekend versus the Giants as they transform into the Fresno lowriders to celebrate Copa de la division. Um, And the Grizzlies will hit the road next week, taking on Rancho Cucamonga in a six game series. So make sure to take advantage of the Grizzlies home games this weekend, as they will be transforming into the lowriders. But now let's talk about uh, some local soccer as the Fresno Fuego with a record of 4-5-4. and four. Um, They're currently, I think, eighth in the uh, USL 1 uh, standings, but they lost uh, last week to Tormenta 0-1 to one, as none of their six shots on target were able to go into the goal. Uh, but they played a great game, uh, but they eventually let Tormenta score late in the game. Um, and after that, they could not come back But our city has been rocking this weekend as, you know, the Fuego will be in town uh, for their home game versus Greenville Triumph. Uh, But the Fuego home games are played at the Fresno State Soccer Field next to the baseball stadium and right along the football stadium. Uh, But make sure to go out, support your local professional soccer team, uh, Fresno Fuego, and also uh, your Fresno Grizzlies. Make sure you guys are supporting everything. Local, uh, but that's why I like to do this podcast is to give you guys a little heads up of what's going on in our uh, local scene. But now let's talk about the NFL. And this week, I want to talk about former Cleveland Browns QB Baker Mayfield. Um, and he's being traded to the Carolina Panthers. This move happened because uh, Baker Mayfield wanted uh, to get out of Cleveland after signing, after they signed. Uh, Deshaun Watson, um, the Panthers will acquire Baker Mayfield in a trade from the Browns in exchange for 2024 conditional fifth-round pick. Um, this happened right before training camp, which Baker will now have time to learn this new playbook um, just in time before um, they get into uh, training camp. Uh, but right now, currently... Sam Darnold has that uh, QB1 spot. But I believe that uh, Baker Mayfield is a way better quarterback than Sam Darnold and will eventually take that, uh, that spot, that QB1 spot in uh, Carolina. Uh, but I think this is a big move uh, to find their guy, get their passing game to at least to complete. Uh, the Panthers will host the Browns week number one, so it will be interesting to see um, that matchup and exactly how well Baker Mayfield will be in a Carolina Panthers uniform. Now let's talk about the MLB, and we'll start off with the Dodgers, who are 52-29. Uh, the Dodgers are first in the NL West right now, and last week they faced off versus the San Diego Padres in a four-game series, which the Dodgers took that series 3-1, to one. Uh, they won the first game 1-3, to second game 1-5, uh, third game 2-7, to and lost the fourth game 4-2. to um, They faced off versus the Colorado Rockies in a three-game series and beat them and swept them. Um, this weekend the Dodgers will be at home versus the Cubs and then on the road uh, during the week versus the St. Louis Cardinals. Uh, the Padres who are second in the NL West with the record of 47 and 36 uh, like I said they went three and one last weekend versus the Dodgers um, then they lost their two game series versus the Mariners uh, they lost the first game eight to two and then the second game six to two but the Padres will face off versus the Giants this weekend and then we'll be on the road versus the Colorado Rockies during the week. Um, and the Giants, who are third in the NL West with a record of forty-one and thirty-nine, the Giants are currently um, not doing too well right now. They got swept this week um, versus the Chicago White Sox, three to zero. They lost the first game, one to Second game, five to three, and then thirteen to four. Then the Giants faced off versus the Diamondbacks on the road. Um, they went two and one. Uh, the first game three to eight, second game two to six, third game seven to five. Uh, this weekend the Giants will be on the road versus the Padres, and then we'll be at home next week versus the the Diamondbacks. Uh, but also for California teams, the Angels uh, they went all the way down to fourth place in the AL West with a record of thirty eight to forty five, and then right behind them lie the Oakland A's. Uh, at 5th place in the AL West at a record at 28-56. and Uh, Make sure you guys tune in more for the MLB. Now let's talk about the NBA. And this week, we have a lot of of things to talk about. Uh, Last week, I named a lot of free agents. We saw a lot of uh, re-signs this week. But the top, top issue right now is Kevin Durant wants out of Brooklyn Nets. And where are... The Brooklyn Nets going to shop Kevin Durant. There's a lot of teams right now that are looking to, 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 to offer a big package for uh, Kevin Durant. But also, Kyrie wants out of Brooklyn as well. So they might be shipping Kyrie to the Lakers for a Westbrook package with for the Lakers. I'm not too sure about that. Um, I'm not too sure if we have enough to offer. Uh, Westbrook definitely is a great player still. Kyrie uh, is also a great player. I think they can could, could get traded one for one but I'm not too sure about uh, the contract situation because Westbrook does make probably top five in the league right now in in salaries. Um, but not only that but um, you know we have a lot of younger guys coming on to uh, the summer league right now which have been has been going on all weekend. And we've seen a lot of great progress from these uh, younger guys, and hopefully we can implement them into uh, the Lakers, um, you know, next season. But besides that, uh, Zion Williamson uh, signed his his rookie extension. John Morant signed his rookie extension. Uh, Bradley Beal signed an extension for $251 million dollars. Um, Rudy Gobert got traded to the uh, Timberwolves Uh, I think it was Patrick Beverly five or four other players and then also four first round draft picks Um, the NBA is going crazy right now with these moves we still uh, gotta see where like I said Durant ends up where Kyrie ends up the Lakers may end up with both Durant and Kyrie you never know the lakers could always make the room for that and take the, the take the tax um, who knows who knows the, the lakers are crazy when it comes to uh really getting the best players uh but what i see is uh maybe Kyrie for Westbrook uh i think that's the biggest push right now and i think that would be the biggest push uh for lebron and for lebron's success uh at, at the lakers but uh to me is I would honestly just add add to the team, just keep building up that roster, uh, not focusing on free agency only, uh, making sure that they do uh, complete a, a, a good roster, which so far we, we've we got a lot of uh, youth on the team, and we're seeing uh, a, be- a better trajectory over this offseason. So hopefully we have a lot more uh, about the NBA next week, so make sure you guys tune in. But I want to thank you for, you know, pushing play each and every week. We have a lot of content to keep giving you guys. Um, Stay tuned for a lot more. The Blaze Podcast is hopefully going to be a lot more places uh, and uh, going to get you guys a lot more content throughout the weeks. Uh, But make sure you guys are supporting all your local events. Make sure you guys are supporting all your local artists. Make sure you support all your local podcasts. I'm Alejandro Alejandro Alvarez signing off episode 176.